What's up, what's up, how'd you feel out there? What a beautiful time of the year it is. The birds are singing, the sun is shining, the grass is green, the air is clear. Here in Rygate, it's a wonderful time. Hey, and you got me on the airway. What more can you ask? It's gonna be a good year. We're coming at you real strong in this early period of 2018. Hey, what have I got in store for you today? Whoa, say my name, say my name, you acting kind of shady in calling me baby, you better say my name, say my name, say my name. You're listening to Noel Michael Smith and this is a low food fitness lifestyle podcast if I haven't said that already. Why am I singing Say My Name by, you know who sung that tune? Yeah, Destiny's Child, Beyonce's band that she had back way back In the 90s, I think it was. Yeah, boy, there were the days. Anyway, have you ever been to Lyon? You know, Lyon in France? Yeah, you pronounce it Lyon, right? L-E-O-N. Do you know, think about that name. What's my name? My name is Noel. It's the total opposite, right? It's spelled N-O-E-L. Lyon is L-E-O-N. Now, here's the thing. You say Lyon, but most people say Noel. I cannot stand that pronunciation of my name. It is so bad. Now, for that reason, I put an accent above the E. So let me tell you a little bit about that accent now, because today we're going to talk about pronunciations. And in particular, the Americans, the Australians, and the Brits are really bad at pronouncing foreign names. So I'm going to clean up some of this stuff here for you today. Yeah, I'm going to make you think about how people feel about pronouncing their names incorrectly and why it is important to pronounce someone's name in the right way. At least try. You know, sometimes we can't get our tongues around the roles that some countries do, but you got to try, yeah? Someone's name after all. But I'll tell you why I dislike that name Noel, because it's not my name. My parents are from the West Indies, in particular, well, to be more precise, they're from Jamaica, because the West Indies in itself is quite a big place, many islands there, and the islands have different cultures and what have you. Coming back to the the pronunciation, Noel, that name doesn't figure in the Jamaican vocabulary. As I said, my parents are Jamaican, and you, you pronounce it Noel, right? That would be the Jamaican pronunciation. I'll say it again, Noel. Now, in English or in in American, or in any other English-speaking language, it's not much different. It's Noel. No, N-O-E-L. L. I was working out at the Tybo camp for about six years, and six years, Shelley Blanks was calling me Noel. I disliked that woman for that one reason, and I shouldn't say this on air, but it was greater in me, man. I mean, you got to get someone's name right, Yeah particularly if you are one of the organisers and senseis on the certification. It's not a hard name to pronounce. For me, it's just sheer laziness, particularly when I tell the people time and time again. Noel just sounds like no. You know, when I was at school and I was running around the playground and stuff and someone screamed out no, I had to turn around to see if they were calling me. That's how bad that name is. It's awful. Noel Edmonds is... uh, presenter here in the UK and I always thought he pronounced his name as Noel also and I said to you about 
put in an accent above my name. Now, do you know what igu is? Igu. It's the accent. It's, that's what you call it, yeah? And there are many of them, and the one I have goes from left to right, above the E. So, for instance, in French, you would find that accent above the E in poetry, and it's pronounced poésie in French. That's poetry. You can also get the accent going the opposite way, which accentuates the E even more, making a slightly different sound. But I'm not French, so I want to get into the ins and outs of that. But I will say to you that it was imperative for me to put the accent above the E. I wasn't born that way. I told my mother that that's going to happen because I'm getting people calling me the wrong name. It was gratering on me. And when I became an adult, I thought it would get any better. But it actually got worse because you find that the older people get or the more mature people get, if you want to use that terminology, they get worse at pronunciations. I remember watching Star Trek, and I know I'm a Trekkie, I love my Star Trek, and Data from The Next Generation. There's a, an episode where the doctor, the general doctor on the Enterprise, went walkabout. I think she must have been on leave or something in reality. So they got a replacement doctor in. And this replacement doctor was getting to know the crew and all that. And she kept calling Data, Dada. Every time she wanted this android, hey, Dada, come here. And he was putting up with it for a while. And halfway in the episode, he said, my name is Data. And the woman, the doctor, woman doctor said to him, Dada, Data, it's the same thing. And he said, it may mean the same thing, but one is my name and one isn't. That's exactly how I feel about Noel and Noel. You may perceive those names as exactly the same, but to me, one is my name and one is not. And you know, you've got to get specific about that and you've got to get tough about those things because if you let that lapse, what else in your life are you going to let lapse? What else? Huh? People take advantage of various things. Got to put the brakes on that one, man, because your name is your identity. When you sign your signature, you're signing your name. When people call you, they're calling you your identity. You're not a number. If you don't care about your name to such, you may as well be a number. 27, 64, 98, 72. You know what I'm saying? How does that sound? You're just a thing then. You're just a piece of equipment. So your name is important. I always remember that Star Trek episode because that radiated with me in a big way. There's a lady that does my class, and I hope she's listening to this. Ingrid, I hope you're listening, girl. She's Scandinavian. Her name is spelled I-N-K-R-E-Y. How do you pronounce that? Ingrid, right? Wrong. It's Ingrid. Okay, so I heard her husband call her one day. Hey, Ingrid, come here. And I said, Ingrid, come here over here. What did he, what did he just call? Yeah, it's Ingrid. How comes you never told me this? said, well, people just call me Ingrid because it's spelled with a K. I said, Ingrid and Ingrid is not a difficult translation. Tell people what your name is. Don't just let them call you this wrong name. Everybody calls her Ingrid. I refuse because Ingrid is not difficult. You know how she explained it to me? And I love these people that do this. She broke down her name for me and said, imagine it's Ingrid. 
without the D. Boom, the lights came on. Ingry. And that's what I call her from now on. It doesn't hurt me. Makes me feel good because I'm calling a girl by her name. The name she was given by her mother. You know what I'm saying? If you want to change your name and you don't like the name your mother gave you because I've heard some people with names and I figure, wow, that may sound nice as a little cute boy, but it ain't cutting it now and now you're a man. So <laughs> I would have changed that name by Depole, man. Depole is, uh, is where we change our names here in the UK. Is it a UK thing? Or is it a worldwide thing? I'm not sure. It's got to be. I think, I think it's a UK thing. It sounds like a UK thing anyway. So, yeah, that's that's um, Ingrid's thing going on there. And she should tell people not to call her Ingrid because that's not her name. But let's move on. As a fitness teacher, I like to learn people's names because it gives me a connection, brings me closer to the students. It gives us a deeper understanding to have a a most closer relationship with the person. Professional, I may add. Let me stress that. Purely professional in the class. So I've got all these names to contend with. Now, the one that was throwing me, it wasn't one. It was three versions of one name. This is my class that I had at the Riverside. You mentioned that place because I love that centre. I had a Georgina in my class. Right, we've met plenty of Georginas, but I had a Georgia and I had a Georgiana, all three girls in the same class. Man, that was something else. I had to wrestle with which one I was calling at the given time, and you don't want to call the wrong one by the wrong name because, as I said before, names are important to people. Now, at my church, and I was um, there this weekend on Sunday, last Sunday. And at my church, I was, before I go on to that, what's my middle name? Yeah, because <laughs> it's irrelevant here. What's my middle name? You know my middle name is Michael, yeah? Because my name is Noel Michael Smith. Keep drilling that into your head every single time we listen to this podcast. Middle name is Michael, as in Michael Jackson, yeah, the very one. So um, there's this person that comes to my church. I like the, both the wife and the husband. The husband's name is Michelle. Yeah, he's Eastern European. Again, he introduced himself to me when I first met him as Michael. And just the same as Ingrid. I heard his wife call him over. And Michelle, come over here. I said, hold on a minute. Michelle? He said, yes. Why are you asking me to call you Michael? The English have a problem with calling a man Michelle. What? Stop it already. No way. Michelle's your name. Michelle's what I'm going to call you. What the heck? People don't have a right to say, hey, I'm not going to call you that name because it's a girl's name. Girls, boys, do you know Noel at the Riverside? We'll go back to the Riverside. There's a girl, Carl Noel, there. There's two of us there. She has a different accent above her E. I have one accent above my E. No problem. We always arguing with each other who's the beautiful-looking Noel. <laughs> yeah, and it's all good. I sometimes get emails. Some of the emails come through. Would you like to cover Pilates? I don't teach Pilates, man. And then I figure it out what's going on. They're emailing the wrong Noel. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, man. It's all good fun. So um, that's that. You know, you got a guy called Michelle. So what? It might be a girl's name in Western culture, Western Europe, other countries. They have it as a a man's name 
makes no us to me, and that's his name, man. You've got to use it the way it was meant to be used. And calling him Michael is crazily ridiculous. Remember, there was an incident once at Wimbledon when a particular woman slammed a racket into the floor. You may say, when I give you this story, you may say, hey, that's a little bit petty and childish, but you don't have to go through this. Martina Navratilova, if we can all say it now, but when she came on the scene, no one could say her name. They couldn't pronounce it. And the referee, the um, is there an umpire in tennis? I think it's an umpire. The umpire could not pronounce her name at this particular match I was watching. And he constantly got her name wrong. And it got to a stage where she just held up her hands, slammed her racket into the floor, and not hard, it didn't break, and said, well, what's going on? My name's my name. And you know, in tennis, they always say the second name. So she just weren't going to have it. And she, I don't think she was a champion at that stage. I think maybe, I don't know, she won Wimbledon, but this is going way back. But you say Martina Navratilova, it just rings off the tongue now because you've heard it so much and it gets easier each time you say a name. It might be difficult to start with, but it gets easier. All right, I'm going to mention this girl and <laughs> I must be missing her because I don't think I am, but I must be because this is going to be the third time in succession that I've mentioned this girl and that's Catherine Razumovskaya. Now, I could not say her second name. I was ashamed. I said, Catherine, you've got to break this name down for me because I've got to, we work closely together. I was seeing this girl virtually five days a week. I had to know her surname. Oh, well, I knew it, but could I pronounce it? And she broke it down to me, whittled it down bit by bit and told me how to move my tongue. Razumovskaya, I've got it now. Again, like Navratilova, it rolls off your tongue. So it's a case of just getting used to these names. But people are lazy. They don't want to take the chance. They don't want to take the risk of maybe sounding a bit stupid. If you're scared of embarrassment, then don't leave your house. Because there's always going to be something that someone's going to talk about. You're going to have the wrong shoes, the wrong hair, the wrong lipstick, the wrong eyeliner, whatever. People are always going to look at you, man. I get looked at all the time. Don't bother me. I turn it round. Hey, if you're looking at me, I've got to be interesting, right? So if you are saying someone's name and people are looking around at you and say, hey, why are you saying that name like that? Stand out from the crowd. Don't be the same. You're trying. You know, when I ask people to give me an answer for something, just say, what stance is the best stance to get in to do a low high? That's a technique we got in the fitness. They all look over me and don't say anything. One person says, left stance. It's wrong, but at least they gave me an answer. And I would say to that person that gave me that wrong answer, that's a good answer. Do you know why? Because they opened their mouth and they said something. No one wants to appear to look silly. But you won't look silly. Given an answer is given an answer. When I was training with Billy Blanks, he always used to ask questions. Every time, in fact. I'd just throw out an answer. I wouldn't say it if I knew it was total baloney, if my answer was going to be wrong, but... I believe my answer was right at the time. Once I got one really wrong, he used to call me London. He used to say, London, show me your roundhouse kick. And I'm sure he showed me this roundhouse kick a particular way. And I tried to emulate it. And he said, that's kind of rubbish, man. Where you <laughs> and then, I, then he showed me the roundhouse kick. 
And I thought, crazy, that's how I do it all the time. Why didn't I just do that? I tried to be all clever thinking that it was going to be something different, end up with egg on my face. But you know what? I tried, right? And you can only but try. I have a good friend, like Catherine. I spend a lot of time with this person, as I said, professionally, and I teach her a lot. And she comes and helps me out. She's one of my co-teachers, actually. Who is this girl? Well, you should pronounce her name, Mercedes. I said it again, Mercedes. But everyone calls her Mercedes. Now, that's bugged me for a long time, and I've called her Mercedes all this time. But I'm going to make amend. I'm going to change that now. Because, as I said, call the person how their parents intended their name to be pronounced. And I think Mercedes is so much nicer than Mercedes. Look. I've just got this particular thing over names. And if you're not that particular and everyone is happy and it's, it's fine. But I'm just saying there is another way. If you're lazy with names, you're going to be lazy in other aspects of your life. And I'm not a lazy guy. Yeah, I get up out of bed, throw off the duvet, and I will wake up to a brighter day. Each day for me is brighter. Mercedes is the way I want to pronounce her name from here on. Funny enough, she is a teacher. Yeah, I told you that she's a co-teacher. No, she's that. But she's also her job, what she does for a living, her bread and butter, how she makes her money. She runs a, um, a language school where she teaches Spanish because she is Spanish. And she has a cluster of teachers and some of them teach French. Mercedes, more than anyone else, should understand the importance of pronouncing foreign names the way it was intended. I don't think I've maybe got a pronunciation of her name as good as it should be, but if I continue doing it, then I'm pretty sure by this time, yeah, next year, hopefully it doesn't take me that long to get it fluid, about uh, two months or so, then it should be fine. But that is, is what I'm going to be saying from now on. There's a name. I say it as many times as it takes to get it right. So it rolls off my tongue naturally. You know, last week I had all the girls counting in um, Spanish. Yeah, the count of four in Spanish. Yeah, I just decided to throw it out there. As Mercedes is at the front with me and she's a Spanish girl and she counts at the top of her voice. Hey, throw it out in Spanish. Why not? It was great, man. She was so shy. You may all get that. We've got Super Sunday coming up on the 28th of January. And Super Sunday is an event that we have. We run it four times a year, and it's a big one. It's where I get to do all the big choreographies and teach the guys some new stuff. And I may even just throw out some Spanish-speaking counting for them all to learn and just mix things up a little bit. Hey, maybe a little bit of French. Let's make it an international counting weekend yeah why not <laughs> it's our uh, good stuff do you know if i said to you see your behind see your behind <laughs> i'm not making fun of this person's name but the spelling man the spelling siobhan what the heck I've got a girl that comes to my class, Siobhan. I love Siobhan. She's an amazing person. She's just like full of joy and fun. And I love training her. And she's just a great lab. Do you know that girl's so photogenic? 
every picture I put her in and every camera she goes in front of, she just looks amazing. She's really photogenic, boy. That's why I love her in my film shoots and I love her in my videos that I put in there. She's in most of them. Also, she's all over my um, website. You could take a look and see from there. But yeah, do you, you know how you spell Siobhan? S-I-O-B-H-A-N. Right, that is the general spelling, so I hear. But I don't get that spelling, man. What the heck? Do you know, right, I struggled with spelling at school, I gotta say. I would never have got that. If someone didn't tell me that's how it's spelled, how the heck do you know? It's just, like, ridiculous. Someone gonna tell me where that comes from because that is just not right. But, yeah, Siobhan. That's how you spell that. But I went off track because we're talking about main spellings, talking about more pronunciation. But as I just answered the name, I just wanted to throw that in the mix as, as well. Have you heard of Jonathan Pierce? If you're overseas and you're not from the UK, you're outside the UK, you probably wo would not have heard of him. He's a football commentator. And as football goes, we're talking about soccer. You know that word I dislike, soccer? World football, not American football. <laughs> um, Jonathan Pierce, this guy is pretty incredible. He pronounces every single footballer's name on the money. And I'll tell you why, because I'm not from every single country, of course not. But I am from the West Indies. I'm not from the West Indies, I'm from the UK. My parents are from the West Indies. Where are West Indians from? Not the Arab Indians who were there originally, but West Indian West Indians, the, the blacks. We were brought there from Africa, yeah, and the work on the plantations and stuff as slaves. So our region is African. So we have a certain ancestry common ground in the vocabulary, in how we speak. We speak English in the West Indies. Well, English, Spanish and French, but primarily English. But the way we speak English is like, I'm going to do a little bit of Jamaican for you now, right? So I'm going to say, come over here and have some food. Come over here and have some food, right? So it sounds very similar. Come over here and have some food. Right, so that's Jamaican. I don't speak African, but when I listen to African, I hear certain similarities in the tone. I can understand why the West Indians speak the way they do. Out of all the West Indian countries, I do believe Jamaicans speak the most poetic, the most beautiful. I would say that because I'm Jamaican, but you have people like Bob Marley, Sean Paul, and other Jamaican artists that have made it big in the pop charts. And I can't say that I know many of the other islands who have had stars from their culture breaking through into the pop charts. And that is, I think, has got to be an indication that Jamaican sounding accent is poetry, is beautiful, it rolls off the tongue. I love speaking it, and I speak it to my kids all the time. But let's get back to Jonathan Pierce and what I was saying. I'm diverse in just a tad. There was a player called Abu, yes, Abu. And I remember this guy in particular because whenever he scored a goal, I think he played for West Ham, whenever he scored a goal, the whole crowd, everybody in the stadium used to go, Abu. And it was amazing to hear, I don't know, what is it, 40,000, 35, 45, 50,000 people going, Abu. It was 
something else. It's like, I'll just watch football just to hear that sound. However, however, his name was not Abu. And that's how it was pronounced by all the other commentators other than Jonathan Pierce. He used to say Abu. It's Abu. You do not roll the boo. And that's what a lot of Brits do. And that's what a lot of Western English speaking countries do. They prolong a lot of words that don't need prolonging. So in Africa, from what I understand, you shorten the word, yeah? Abu, rather than Abu. People love to shorten names, right? But in this instance, they lengthen it. So I just wanted to bring that to you because that was rather interesting hearing Jonathan Pierce. And I hear and pronounce so many different countries' names and it sounds really convincing. And he tries to get the accents as well. I admire that guy. And he's really exciting as well. Like the Brazilians, man. When they score a goal, he goes so overdrived on it. Yeah, I like listening to him. You listen to him commentate and your eyes light up and you want to watch the game or listen to the game. Um, which is more than I can say for a lot of the other commentators. There should be more people like Jonathan Pierce out there, certainly more football commentators like Jonathan Pierce. But I don't like football anymore. I don't go for it. The players I play too much, they get kicked, they roll over like babies. I don't want to know. And um, they don't carry on quite well as far as conducting themselves. You know, they are meant to be role models. And that's another podcast for another time. What is a role model? <laughs> And they're certainly not role models because there are a lot of kids that watch football and all you got to do is go and see some schoolboy games on a Saturday morning and hear the language from the parents carrying on. It's appalling. Don't want anything to do with it because I'm a clean-cut guy. Don't like cursing at all. Just want to say there's a name that, when I first heard this name from an English girl, I was bemused. When I heard the first time I heard an English person called Sophia, I always thought Sophia was more a continental name. But it seems to me that that name's crossed over into UK now. So I've met quite a few Sophias because it used to be Sophia. They pronounce it Sophia, which is a lovely name, I've got to say. But I had to get used to hearing it on English people. But it's becoming more common in this country now. So I guess things are changing, yeah? Anyone could be called anything, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, and respect people's names. And that brings me to the end of my podcast, yeah? you got to respect people's names and just try and call people by the name they were christened. And you all out there, stop changing your names to suit people. You know, I get it all the time. In London is a melting pot of different nationalities, like it is in New York. London and New York, I always say home away from home. There are so many different nationalities in both of those cities, and people change their name to suit the tongue of that land. No, it, it, that's one thing that should not be compromised. And don't compromise your name, and don't allow people to compromise their name. Try and get pronunciations because all it is is practice. I struggle just like the other person, but I'm willing to put in the time. And, you know, your brain is there to learn. Your brain don't diminish. I've got to say this as well, right? Your brain is one part of your body that doesn't diminish. You'll always continue learning and grow and get it stronger. So by trying to learn names, all you're doing is strengthening and adding neurons 
to your brain, yes? You're just realigning the pathways. They don't diminish. They get realigned and get stronger, yeah? You're not using brain capacity. You're building brain capacity by learning different names. You got that? Yeah, I love speaking to y'all. You're so awesome. And um, keep the comments going. I get some really nice comments on Facebook about what I'm doing here. It pleases me. And I'm just glad that some people out there are listening. I'm going to keep it coming. By the way, the best way to listen to this podcast is not through Facebook. If you've got an iPhone, which I guess most of you do have, download the podcast app. Look for Low Food Fitness Lifestyle Podcast. Put that in there and every time a new podcast comes up, when I load one up and send it out, it will just pop straight up as a new podcast. Best way to listen to it is on your device, your Apple device. You can do it on the iPhone, iPod, Mac. Is there anything else? Oh yeah, and your Apple TV, all of those. All right, take care of yourself. I'll see you soon. You guys are awesome out there. Love every single one of you. Oh.